It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you and please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourself. So today I want to talk to you guys about the potential for uh, what we know is the Predator movie and the aliens within those movies coming down to hunt humans, aliens, and maybe even some of our ancestors. Now, obviously these are movies. However, I do have an article here that I came across that I thought was very interesting. Because in this article, this alien abductee back in 74 um, states that this alien told him that they regularly come here from their planet. Not just one alien, but multiple aliens come to planet Earth for hunting. So let's get into it. So, you know, when we see saw these movies, you know, decades ago, The Predator, you know, first movie, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, amazing, right? This invisible alien here to hunt, you know, anybody who's armed, right, in this jungle. Now they just released a brand new uh, Predator called Prey, and uh, it's on Hulu, and I don't have Hulu, but I want to see it. So I might have to get, like, one of those, like, free trials or something. But I'm super excited to see it because I, I do love those movies, and I think they are fascinating from a sci-fi and just a, a pure fun, fun uh, perspective. But what do you think about this? So in this particular case, we have a man, uh, a Wyoming man, who met an alien while he was hunting deer. He states that this alien also came to Earth to hunt deer. This article is off the howandwise.com. Uh, and so he states that in October 25th, 1974, 41-year-old Carl Higdon, who worked in the oil industry, went out for the weekend to the Medicine Bow National Forest in Carbon County, Wyoming. Uh, he states that uh, Higdon visited the forest by car. The road was not very good, so he walked over a small hill, and on the other side of the hill, he immediately came across a herd of deer, one of which was a large male with huge antlers. Higdon was about to shoot the deer when something strange happened. He aimed, he fired, and suddenly when he shot, he shot a rifle, but the rifle did not recoil. 
He watched in amazement as the bullet from his rifle shot forward and then started to slow down. Okay? Went into slow motion, kind of like the Matrix movies, right? Higdon was about to shoot the deer, and this thing just goes into, like, slow bullet time. Okay? Then, after only a few meters, it fell sharply to the ground, as though it hit something that he could not see. At this point, he started to realize that there was an atmosphere around him that was filled with static electricity. Now, this is really interesting because in the Rendlesham Forest case, uh, Pennington and the other uh, Air Force members also stated that there was a static electric charge around that small triangle ship that they found. Um, so this seems to be a common theme amongst many UFO events. Higdon went to pick up the bullet and he saw that it was flattened as, as though it hit something very strong, stronger than stone, stronger than wood, stronger than anything that he knew of. The deer that he was trying to aim at already took off, and then Higdon heard some branches and uh, kind of crackling, and looked in the direction they were crackling in and saw the shape of a human figure. However, it was a tall man who wore a tight black jumpsuit, kind of like a diving suit, and he wore what looked like seatbelts across his chest with a yellow star decoration at the waist. So his actual star that was yellow. They have a picture on this article. It's kind of interesting. It has like the deer in the background. It's kind of cool. Um, so he stated that this creature's head um, was not human at all. It had no ears. The eyes were small and deep set. And his mouth was just an open slit from which three large teeth were visible. And two short antennae grew from his forehead. The hair on the creature's head was like straw and it stood straight up. It's very interesting. They actually have this exact picture of this creature called an Osso-1. So A-U-S-S-O-1 is the name given to this creature. <laughs> and it was given to it by given to us by the creature itself. Um, so, in the article, they state that um, the creature did not have a neck. Uh, the eerie, eerie head just sat on top of shoulders. A lot of times we hear about that too, no necks. Um, and the arms were very long. One arm had what looked like a chisel instead of a fist. And then the other arm had no fist or wrist at all. Nothing. And there was just a stump there. So Higdon looked at this thing for a few minutes, or a few moments, I should say, and and the entity came towards him and spoke in English and said, how are you? And Higdon said, okay, after a couple seconds, and the creature just kind of shook its head towards him. Um, it wasn't attempting to show him that it was threatening, and uh, he asked Higdon if he was hungry. Uh, Higdon didn't even get a chance to respond, and this alien took out a plastic bag with um, four pills inside of it and sent it through the air using telekinesis towards the hunter. Now what's really interesting about this is, you know, in this case, you know, in any case, any researcher should look for like any fallacies or any untruths or something that might give a story incredibility. But in this case, you know, 
it's interesting. He states that he uses telekinesis to move the package towards the hunter. You know, if if you were kind of like making up stories and things like that, that's a piece that I don't think many people would like think about to create. Um, I think that they would just say that the creature gave him some some strange substance, right? Not just like four pills in like this you know, plastic pouch. Maybe you might say it gave me some slime or it gave me something, you know, totally out of the ordinary, but to say it gave him four pills. And then they, he says that the alien told him that these four pills would keep him full for an entire day. So the hunter pulled one out and he swallowed it and put the rest in his pocket. And the creature finally introduced itself, says his name is also one. Uh, so it's two words, also, and then one. And pointed to something behind him, and Higdon saw a transparent cube-shaped object that looked like a large box-shaped ship. He saw no entrance, there was no windows, no landing gear. It, this, The spaceship simply stood on the ground like a box. I'm thinking of, you know, kind of like, like half of a storage container unit or something like that, or half of a shipping container. That's kind of what I'm thinking of, like those pods maybe. This is what my mind has in it. There's no pictures in the article. Um, but also asked Higdon if he wanted to go for a ride. And before the hunter could answer, he was already inside of the ship. He didn't even know how he got there. He didn't even understand how he fit into this tiny space. Uh, but he started to panic um, when he saw that his arms and legs were tied with some sort of ribbon. So it's interesting how quickly these aliens move you from point A to point B. And then how quickly their ship moves, because apparently these guys took off like a bat out of hell. He states that he calmed down a little bit when this force field in which five deer were floating um, came down. He stated that they were all these deer were frozen, and that he was sure that these were the same deers that he saw in the closing, or the clearing area where he was going to shoot at. And he saw another creature from the also race in the spaceship. He stated that this creature approached uh, the hunter, put a helmet on his head, and then the ship took off. And Higdon could see through the transparent walls how they went up into the air, and he could see his car through the bottom of the ship, and they flew higher until they reached Earth's orbit, and then they flew into deep space. He states that they flew 163,000 light years away from Earth, and they ended up on a new planet. Once they got to this new planet, they approached a high tower. This tower had many colored lights revolving around it, and he, Higdon states they were so bright he couldn't even open his eyes. Um, he stated at some point he saw a group of people outside, but he didn't understand who or what they were. Um, and then also one told him that his race regularly flies to Earth for hunting. And then... Higdon was placed in a room where he was scanned by some kind of device, and the also one said that he was that Higdon was not suitable for their purpose, and he would bring him back home. But you know, there's a lot of pieces here. I'm not even done with the article yet, but a lot of pieces here, like the hunting aspect, that also one tells him that uh, they were they go to Earth for hunting. Now, I've done research on this particular event before, um, and even done a podcast about part of it but i didn't i never came across the fact that they stated that they were hunters on earth and i think that that's a, such a humongous aspect of this story and other ufo 
uh, stories, you know, cattle mutilations, clearly they're, they're taking DNA, they're taking, uh, tissue and, and, you know, creating space cows, you know, or just cows in space, you know, just to make it seem a little bit more serious. But, um, that's been a podcast that I've done and there's been a, a testimonial to that, um, where individuals have actually seen, um, these aliens and the aliens have told them that they are creating these, uh, cows in these ships so that the hybrids can have something to eat because there's something in in animals apparently that they believe we still need even though we still have vegetarians on the planet so um going back to the article he states that as soon as they said that he wasn't suitable for their purposes they, they brought him right back and they were at, back at earth as quickly as they flew away from it so before they released him, also one took the package of pills from him, and they wanted to take his gun too, but they were told, or he also one told him that they were forbidden to do so. So after that, the aliens disappeared, Higdon found himself in the forest, disoriented and frightened. He wandered around, and then somehow found some transportation, and in some time he realized that it was actually his car. So, you know, that's what we hear a lot, a lot of the times with these alien abductions is like, they may actually abduct you while you're driving and then you'll be driving again when you come back to earth, but you won't know how you got there. You might be 18 miles away. Like that one trucker, uh, was in, uh, gosh, I think it was Pennsylvania or something like that. Um, where he, the, the tripometer was off by 18 miles. His time was off by 18 miles. He made it there faster. Um, and the, the ship actually took the entire semi up into it. So it's like crazy. You know, this guy was a truck driver. Um, so Higdon states he, he, uh, used his radio and gave out a distress call and a search party found him, uh, into the forest. Um, there were no roads nearby, no tire tracks in the gorge. So he states that this is with this part of the fact that, um, is proof of his words that you know him he and his car had no had left no tracks you know there were no tire tracks in the gorge where he was located um he didn't even he didn't even recognize his wife from the stress that he endured later it turns out in the area um where he was abducted people on the night he was abducted stated that they saw strange lights in the sky uh again higdon is super confused he didn't know what to say but he kept repeating the bullet was flattened out by something invisible and he had the bullet and they actually did an examination of it um and they found that um it had to hit something that was harder than wood or stone what's also interesting is they did a uh, hypnosis regression and let's pull this up here so they did regressive hypnosis and a medical examination uh, was done uh, by medical personnel, and it turns out that scars that were left from his long-term tuberculosis disappeared from his lungs, and the stones from which he had suffered for a long time disappeared from his kidneys. Pretty interesting stuff, man. I mean, you know, and it's interesting, right, because it's like, you know, you got to wonder, in this case, did those aliens actually heal him? Or was it just from that scanning machine that just automatically scans you and then may heal you if you have any ailments? Or was it just from him simply being on the ship and being around these beings? 
that gave him some healing properties. We just don't know. It, it Was it intentional or was it just sheer coincidence because he was around these beings? Um, they didn't give any indication of that. A lot of times what we see with these alien abductions is we see people coming back healed from ailments. Um, not always the case, but it does happen so much that it's a fairly common occurrence. What's interesting is sometimes people even come back with superpowers. That's what I think is even more interesting because it, it happens and it's not reported as often as it should be. One man came back with x-ray vision. He could see through his roof. He could see through his wife into her skeletal structure, into her organs. Um, you know, some people come back with the capability of reading people's minds. Some people come back with the capability of predicting the future to a certain degree. Um, some people come back with, uh, you know, all kinds of interesting things. Um, they can, they can communicate with people, um, using, uh, telepathy, not just reading people's minds, but actually communicating with people. So like, that's, what's really fascinating to me is like, you can come back with superpowers, you can come back healed, you can come back with an implant, but I mean, you know, what, where's the trade-off, right? If you come back with an implant, but you come back healthier than you left, is it, is it, is it a, an acceptable occurrence? You know, it's like, oh, you cleared up my lungs from my tuberculosis and you, you cleared out my kidney stones, but you, you, you put a little chip in me so you can track me. Okay. Well, you're you're going to track me regardless. So at least you heal my lungs and my kidney stones. I mean, I think a lot of people would be willing to give that trade off, but uh, you know, again, right. It's kind of like what we're facing in America where people are, are, are kind of sacrificing some of their security um, or their freedoms for security, right? And, and so that that's that's like the big controversial issue here. Um, so, what do you think? <clears throat> you know, when it comes down to this, there's a lot to unpack. You know, was there an also one or an also group of aliens that do come here to quote unquote hunt? Why did they have five deer? That's one of the few. This might this might be the only alien uh, experience encounter where they've collected deer as opposed to cows. Um, not a lot of times we hear about deer being collected. Are they hunting for hunting sake, like in Predator, where they're like hunting people that have like weapons? Or are they hunting animals for a particular purpose to breed them? Or are they simply hunting for fun? You know, a trophy or something to put in their zoo. I mean, we have zoos here on Earth. Why couldn't they have a zoo, you know, on another planet, you know? So if we were to go to another planet, what would we do? Would we capture some species to bring them back and put them in a museum? Most likely. So why wouldn't some other species do the same thing? I think it's very valid. But what do you think? Interested to know. So I'll open up the comment section in the Anchor uh, website and I'll, you can make comments on uh, uh, Facebook or TikTok and be happy to hear from you. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Hopefully you guys are having a great evening, taking care of your physical, spiritual, and emotional health, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care, and Lockdown Universe out.